Okay, guys, welcome back. Jackie and I are talking about our hell yeses. So make sure you caught the podcast prior if you it's haven't yet. It's called hell yes. <laughs> so Jackie just, it's called hell yes. Jackie just named it in the moment. Um, I mean, obviously our hell yeses are important, but so are our hell no's. And hell no's had to exist in order for yes. us to be there, right? Like I knew, you know, when we go back to talk about, you know, quitting, like I quit my job. I started freelance writing, teaching yoga, working for Lululemon. I picked up and moved to Los Angeles, Santa Monica at the time. And, but I also was so clear on my hell no. And my hell no really scared me into action. Ooh, okay. So even having that, that first gig, um, where I was at a desk and I, the people pleaser in me was like, cool. Okay. Countdown begins to retirement. Because I knew that this wasn't sustainable for me in the long term, but I also knew it was a good job. So as I practiced more yoga and really wrote about it a lot, I think I started to get clear on, okay, this doesn't work for me. And in order to create space in my life, it's going to have to be a hell no. And that was super scary. So you know, as we talk about these hell yeses, they're not moments where all of a sudden it's a Disney movie and you just know. Yes, for some of us there there are. I think Jackie and I can both speak to you. I guess you do just know, but there's a lot of work that comes with it, and it can be really, really scary. What? Like picking up, quitting my job, and picking up and moving to Los Angeles did feel really scary. And I, I had the, you know, luckily I was able to move to LA with Lululemon, but I ended up only working for Lululemon for six months here in, in Los Angeles. And I started teaching full time. And when I moved to LA, I told anyone who would listen, which is often what I do make huge declarations. (laughs) I would tell anyone who would listen that I was never going to teach yoga in LA. Why? I mean, I'm sure anyone who really could see me clearly knew I was just scared, but I thought I like had it off. I'm a, well, it's, there's so many yoga teachers. Yeah. Well, blah, 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 blah. I was so scared. And I had some awesome nudges, even from Jackie, even though she probably didn't mean to, some nudges to do this and move into full-time teaching. <laughs> um, it was still really freaky right? Cause it wasn't, there really was not a safety net. My parents would have and have bailed me out, yeah. but I needed to do it on my own. Um, so that was a hell yes for me for sure. Like I felt it from my head to my toes, knowing that I was supposed to teach yoga that I was, I mean, now I look at it and I'm like, create rock your bliss with Jackie, but Jackie and I didn't even like each other at the time. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of effort required and a lot of leaning into faith regularly of like trusting that it was unfolding the way it was supposed to. And that was scary. Yeah. So scary. Well, I think you can know, you can know your hell yes and talk yourself out of it all the way around it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you uh-huh. can feel it. And like my Beth said, when you know, you know, I remember not believing that. Do you know why I didn't believe that Mary Beth? Cause I didn't Why? know how to listen to my body. I was like, how do mm-hmm. people do that? When you know, you know, when you know your person, your job, your passion, your desire, 
I was sitting there probably like age 23 and everybody's saying that older, wiser people. And I'm like, I'm going to show them a different way. Wrong. When you know, you know, Mm -hmm. and yet it takes the ability to be in your body to even feel it. So that's huge. And the second thing would be, you will have fears, just like Mary Beth's talking about. You'll have the fear. You'll have the story and the drama. You'll have the story of L.A. And I had that not with yoga, but I'm like, oh, there's no good men in L.A. That was my Uh story. I kept saying that. And so, of course, I would prove my point. And we can create these fears that then stop us. And like you said, it takes effort, literal will. And it also takes effort in our minds to say, I'm scared. I'm going to do it anyway to see what happens. Yeah. That's yeah. being alive. I, and I think that that like knowing might not be instantaneous. Yeah. Right? Like for sure. In many times it was not instantaneous. Even with Matt and I. Like I, I remember our first date, our first real date because we had met prior. But our first real date, I was like, wow, this guy's amazing. He would be an awesome dad. And I was very intrigued and thought there was a lot of possibility there. But I also, it wasn't like, when you know, you know. I think sometimes we get caught up in that. And I've heard it from friends who are dating of like, you know, well, I just didn't feel that at that exact moment. And I'm like, I had chemistry with my husband from the get-go. But it's also, there's been layers of stuff to work through and move through to get to know each other better, to get to the hell yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Right? And we still return. We still have to come back to it to get back to the hell. Yes. Right. And you and me too, Jackie, with rock your bliss. Like we, we have to do work to stay in the hell. Yes. And stay committed to what we're doing. This is so fun to talk about the human experience of hell. Yes. Because something can be a hell. Yes. And then become a hell. No. Which is so interesting. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. Like I was a hell. Yes. To move to Chicago. So Mary Beth, this was like right after we met, like eight months after we met. Yeah. I moved to the Beverly Hills store and then, oh my God, you did. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I fell in love with Chris, which again was scary. And again, we had met in college. I was like, oh, why didn't it happen then? You go through all these questions, but Chris was living in Chicago and there was like a moment where I was like, I'm moving to Chicago. I'm going to, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to go be with Chris. And that was a hell yes for me. But then I lived through one winter. I know Chicagoans are rolling their eyes. I don't care. I lived through one winter. It's gray and cold. I didn't have anything living in LA. I had to buy like all the Lululemon coats. And after a couple months, it was became a hell no. My hell yes was obviously Chris in Chicago, but the geography and the location mm-hmm. was a hell no. And then we had choices to make together. Do you want to go back to LA? because I am. Are you coming with me? And I don't think he was a hell yes at that moment, but he came. And that's what's cool about the human connection is the hell yeses, the maybes, the let me go find out. Then things come to hell no. That's the body experience to feel what feels good and to put in effort and pivot. Yeah. Yeah. And to know that you can, right? Like, I think that's so important too, is to know that you can continue to shift and your life holds hell yeses that you don't even know about. Right. Even with, you know, I've heard, you've heard it before, but like with children, I really was unsure if I wanted to be a mom and I knew my husband wanted to be a dad. So we were trying and, but I still was like, I don't know. I really like, I don't know. 
exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Jackie heard it all the time. And then once I found foster care Mm -hmm. and adoption, it wasn't like this big, like, oh, I had an appointment and we were devastated that it looked like it would be more challenging to get pregnant. It was like, it was like, obviously something that kind of threw us off, but we immediately found our hell yes, which was to meet our son through this world. Yeah. And if I wouldn't have had that feeling and talk about a head to the toes feeling being in the doctor's office in Pasadena, everything about it was a hell no. And I was bawling. And I'm sure this guy thought I was just like devastated that I couldn't get pregnant. And I was so freaked out by the experience and how like cold the situation was. And just like, I just had this energetic release and just was crying as they're like forcing all this paperwork on me. And the way that Matt and I like came to the conclusion of moving into this idea of adoption was like with ice cream cones and on a walk, (laughs) you know, a beautiful spring day. And like, it felt, you know, felt so embodied and present and it felt like a hell yes. And I know when I told my friends, no one was surprised first of all, which was so cool. And I think that can be, that happens a lot with hell yeses. People are like, of course, of course, I see it as clearly as you do. This is what you're supposed to do. Like no one was that surprised. And I think everyone could hear it in my voice that it was a hell yes. And thank God it was because a hell yes is required for this Oh path. my gosh, for real. Um, for sure. <laughs> a hell yes. Yeah. So, and it's still a hell yes, right? That's such an, it, oh God, you have to keep saying yes. And and if it's not, then you listen in, but it is so a yes for you guys. And for us as part of your yeah. family too. Um, that's interesting though, because you guys, there will be times where your friends are in it with you. And then there's times where they're not like me and Chris announced to Mary Beth and Matt, we are moving to Colorado. Oh yeah. Like tomorrow. And Colorado was a hell yes for me and Chris. And we knew we would move there eventually. We didn't know when, but in October of the year we moved, we looked at each other on the couch and we said, it's time. And that was it. And we packed up our Prius and we left by December. And it was very abrupt. I can imagine it might've been a hell no for some people. It was not abrupt. You told us for like two years. I know, but then we had built our business and things seemed like, you know, really fluid. So it seemed like we wouldn't necessarily leave yet. So we did move here with no friends. We didn't know anyone in Colorado and it was such a hell yes. We've talked a bit about some goal regret where like you get here and you're like, where are my friends or Mary Beth and everybody's going to a concert at the Greek. You're like, I should be there. And there's these moments, but it's so interesting. The ripple effect. So you were talking about the paperwork and choosing foster care, the same ripple effect for us moving Mm -hmm. to Colorado and how these hell yeses can disrupt your life. Most likely I I imagine all hell yeses will in the best way and start to really allow you to see how you want to be living, to implement it, to then choose, maybe this doesn't work for me and move back or stay. And so I think there's something so cool about the body listening, getting up and moving, telling your friends, but really knowing in your body how it's going to work or how it works, or actually not knowing at all, but leaning, like Mary Beth said, into faith and trust and 
letting yourself feel alive, not knowing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So important. Yeah. And, and being in that space of not knowing, like, you know, it's, it, I, I would say I was going through a season of like, wasn't that I was having hell knows, but I just wasn't feeling much of yeah. either. And now I'm back. Like I feel really invigorated and I'm excited about stuff with rock your bliss and stuff with yoga and feels wonderful. And there's lots of hell yeses on a pretty great scale actually, but knowing that they come and go, you still do the work to cultivate the space to receive them. Yes. That's, that's really important as well. Or hell yes. You know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's such a cool topic. So let's end with our most recent hell yes. It can be this year, maybe a couple weeks ago. Ooh, I know, I know, I know years ago. I I would say teaching again. Yeah, like I took time off from teaching yoga, and it feels like a such a hell yes for me to be teaching group classes again and being in community. I start classes at One Down Dog beginning of August, and I'm going to be offering a lot of stuff through Rock Your Bliss and whatnot, feels great. So that's my hell yes as of late. And it was definitely required that I listen in. I love that. What's yours? So my hell yes is knowing my worth. So January of this year, I um, had someone reach out about a really big public speaking opportunity. And I stepped into a price point that felt very uncomfortable, but also very clear and supportive and energetically exchanging of my gifts to the world. And so I'm a hell yes to asking for what I'm worth. And it feels so insane and so scary. And yet I'm so proud of myself for what I've done this year. So I'm a hell yes to asking for what I'm worth. So good. Yeah. Well, guys, we want to hear from you on what your hell yeses are. So please hit us up on Instagram, post and tag us in your stories and your posts. Shoot us an email at info at rockyourblissmovement.com. We want to hear what your hell yeses are and what you're moving toward. Yeah. This is the end of season eight. Oh, I love this season. I love it so much. So good. Talk to you in season nine. All right. Signing off. <laughs>